life they lived. There was only one doctor in the whole neighborhood, and if you were ill, you could consider yourself fortunate to be in the right place at the right time. The men bearing the coffin, carrying her grandfather, lay it in place above the slats that held it above the earth for that final ceremony. He was a bastard. Up until now, Clarissa had said nothing at all. She didn't want to hurt anyone. She didn't want to break up the happy family, but as he lay there in his coffin, she felt the fear that he had inflicted on her rise to a pitch of anger. The flowers placed on the coffin were those wild flowers that folk find in the hedgerows. Words were said. Clarissa felt a tug of her hand. She was lost in the moment and unable to respond. Black thoughts invaded her mind. Once they would have believed her. Once they would have listened. They would have helped her, but she knew from what her grandpa had said to her that this was never going to be the case this time. "'Do you want to put these on Grandpa's coffin?' asked her mother. Her limp hand took the flowers and placed them. It was not a goodwill gesture, but a gesture of obligation, as she said goodbye to her tormentor. "'Today everything changes. Today nothing actually does. The man and his secret were dead, though the harm done by the man would continue for the rest of Clarissa's life. And if she went back, she would be in a bigger box, a life's worth of box, where her parents would dictate her future because that's what parents did. Eleanor was pleased that Clarissa wouldn't settle. That meant that at least she had one girl to rely on that didn't go through all the hormonal misery that the others did, wanting to hang up their petticoats and settle down. Clarissa was different. Eleanor couldn't work out what it was that made her the bad girl that she was, though she was very pleased with the result and wouldn't want to change it. Clarissa knew how to give men what they wanted, but also knew how far to stay distant from them. Chapter 2 "'Why, howdy, ma'am,' said the cowboy who passed in the street. He took his hat off to show his approval of Clarissa. He always did that when she passed. She was a beauty to behold. When she had arrived in Quinlan, people had noticed. She had tried for jobs in the local saloon, but these were all taken.' She tried her hand at providing laundry help or working in the local stables, but nothing stuck. It's like nothing does when you are so damaged. In the end, she had taken the old woman up on her offer. My girls get a good bed, food, and a good living, the old woman had said. All I ask in return is that you are loyal. Eleanor Wilkins had run the brothel and catered for the men that came up from the mining towns at weekends with pockets brimming. Her girls knew what they had to do and did it without question. She had lost a few of the girls along the way, but that was to be expected. Good-looking girls like this were sought after by the miners looking for wife material in a part of the world where women were in short supply. As soon as she had seen Clarissa, she knew that this was one gal that would bring in the big bucks. "'Have you ever entertained a gentleman before?' she asked her as she settled her into the room at the brothel, which was to become her home. "'Yes, I have, ma'am,' she said, though I don't wish to discuss it.' Eleanor had an admiration for girls that didn't tell tales or give details of intimate relationships. Clarissa was a natural. She would be chosen over the others at first because of her looks, though she knew that the nature of the girl was what would tempt them in the end and make her a lady with regulars. "'You have great potential,' she assured Clarissa. She passed Clarissa the key to the closet. "'You will find everything you want in here,' she had said, though Clarissa wasn't the type to settle for what other people thought. 
The dresses in the closet smelt stale. Yes, they were stylish and made of fancy fabrics, and they were feminine and fetching, though within months of being at the brothel, Clarissa was demanding her own tailor-made dresses and was getting them because Eleanor knew to attract the class of man she wanted to attract, it would take more than stale dresses and second-hand passed-down garments. Clarissa was special. She was the kind of investment that every brothel needed. Eleanor had noticed how Clarissa turned heads. Clarissa still cried at night when no one was listening. She didn't want sympathy. Her mother had tried to contact her, though. She had never wanted to go back. You can't go back when all that awaits you is a reminder of what you ran away from in the first place. Her mama would never understand that, and she didn't want to be the one to spell it out. She spat on the memory of her grandpa. She spat on the thought of ever having to come in contact with men of his kind. The men that she met here were straightforward. They didn't play mind games. They wanted one thing and one thing alone.